Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Lauren. I- I'm Lauren. That's Lauren. She's back. And Steven. <laughs> Yo. Hey, Steven. Uh, yeah, welcome back, Lauren. Thank how you, you. How are you feeling? I'm I'm a little woozy. I'm a little out of its heel, but uh, you guys, you, you all seem to have a great episode without me. Melly did a great job, I thought. Melly did a fantastic Yeah, shout-outs yeah. to Melly. Yeah, it... it uh, nothing but nice things to say about how good the episode turned out. It was great. Yeah, I think it's fun when we can get into tangents about non-baseball stuff. Yeah, I mean, Catholicism is already basically like its own kind of, um, or baseball is like already its own like Catholicism adjacent thing. So it's not that far off base. Agreed. Agreed. Like it has a bunch of um, weird archaic traditions. It has a pope. Yeah, that's true. There, uh, there's a reliquary. Yeah, definitely. I actually own uh, Yogi Berra's finger. I have a little shrine to it in, in, my, <laughs> in my closet. Yeah. It brings me great luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all we're all kind of uh, kind of fucked up here this on uh, this episode. I have uh, been doing manual labor for the first time in uh, well over a decade, pro- probably. Steven's tired because he joined a kickball league. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> We played three games yesterday, back to back to back. Ooh, that's brutal. Um, It was basically to determine our placement in, Mm -hmm. like, whatever. Um, And we won our first game. (laughs) And we got absolutely demolished in the next two. So it was great. I I made it safely to base once. (laughs) There you go. My legs don't work today. <laughs> I, I I did not realize how seriously he took it until uh, my, our softball league shared the park with um, kickball people a couple times, and I had no mm. idea that they, like they were throwing like different kinds of pitches and stuff. Oh, we didn't take it that seriously. You didn't have it I just no 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 no. I was just I don't know. Once I get in the game, I I want to fucking do the dang thing. So I Absolutely. was breaking into dead sprints, and <laughs> so you were playing like outfield. Yeah, I was I was a center fielder. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, that's a, that's I was a, garbage. No, that's terrible a, reads. No, that's a plus defensive position. Even even if you're not playing the best center fielder, you're still outperforming the right and left fielders. So you're still probably accruing positive uh, K war. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of, so you you listened to our last episode, Lauren, right? How how did I do on my Lauren impression when we were asked about the difference between, or if there should be a WRC plus for position? Uh, specific. Uh, I I um I don't want to say mean things about my friend. No, you did fine. Okay, you did, yeah. you, did, yeah. you, did, you did good. <laughs> I uh, it was like right after it was like the two days after surgery. Um, w- when I listened to it, um, so it's possible I was kind of like, well, she she's making a lot of sense. Yeah, well, yeah. well, really fucked up on oxys. That's like not a really possibility. Yeah, I'll re-examine it um before next week and let you know if if I have any notes. Okay. Okay, great. But no, I, I, you did great. Everybody did great. Okay, good. When I told people, don't ask us these sort of questions, they still <laughs> like they still gave us a lot of Lauren questions last yeah, week. I, I was really, I was really disappointed in our fan base. Yeah, if any, if anybody who uh, did that on my behalf did not get their ten dollars via PayPal, let me know, and I'll, uh, I'll reset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, luckily, uh, you know, well, let me start that over. Well, since uh, this week. We're all tired or recovering or something. Uh, 
you know, it, it would have been hard to really dig for subjects, but luckily we <laughs> didn't really have to. Play in the hits. Talk- yeah, I know that we we end up talking about the Mets uh, for like a really, really a lot on this show. I don't. It's, they make it hard not to. Yeah, they make it hard not to. How can we not? How can we not when they serve us the content on a silver platter ready to go? They're just like here. Yeah. Here's the thing we did. Talk about They're it. They're kind of the regular season protagonists. Mm. Yes. They are this season, yeah. Yeah, this yeah this season especially, yeah, where it's like even if they're not winning games, uh, there's still just a ton of stuff to pay attention to because they force you to. Is that the same thing as being the Twitter main character? It's more like being one of the um, leads in the office, and then everybody else um, who's like a side character hates the the mm. lead. Sure. Okay. Yes. And it's also like the opposite. It's like a, a, a Sisyphean. Uh, nightmare existence, <laughs> comedy of foibles. So anyway, the Mets this uh, this week. We're recording this on Monday, and uh, it was just yesterday that this happened, right? Where the uh, well, yes and no. Duh. Well, <laughs> that's when that's when the, the tizzy started. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> it was pointed out, or it became uh, kind of why? What's the word I'm looking for? It became uh, it blew up. Yeah, it blew up that the Mets were. <laughs> Uh, or some players on the Mets were doing a thumbs down gesture when they got hits, and this was in, <laughs> in re- or this was in response to the crowd at City Field booing them yes. uh, for being terrible hitters all fucking season, uh, and so they were doing the thumbs down back at the fans, which I think is pretty funny. Yeah, honestly, points to <laughs> it's them. Extremely yeah. funny. Um, yeah. To clarify the timeline. This became a thing yesterday when the Beats noticed it. Then people went back and realized that they had been doing this since August 8th? I think. 6th. 6th. Oh, excuse me. August 6th. Yeah. Uh, and it took us this long to notice. Because, because they've been so bad at hitting. Yeah. doing good things. <laughs> Apparently the first game they did it in was like a 4-2 loss to the Phillies. Like it was, It's just been that kind of like brutal slide the whole time they were doing it. <laughs> I like that they've been doing it for this long, though, but they're still not all on the same page. Like, mm-hmm. um, who was it yesterday? There was, uh, I, I think it was um, Kevin Pillar and uh, Javi Baez and uh, who am I forgetting did it yesterday? Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor. Um, but then um, uh, Jonathan VR was doing the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I like that it's been going on for like two weeks, apparently, in the clubhouse. And they're all just still just like, so we're doing a thumb thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do we have a? Th- they can't get on the same page, which is no. like it's so weird because like earlier in the season they were really good at getting on the same page when they were all like making up a hitting coach, right? And doing all that sort of weird shit in their press conferences, but like they well, couldn't get on 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 board here. Well, every team does this now. Every team has a thing like this now, where they're like they, mm-hmm. they get on base, like they, it's like they drive the truck or they the, you know the baby do, shark, the baby the, shark, the. The, the, the scrambling eggs, the scrambling the eggs. Every team, mm-hmm. every single seat team, I swear to God, has one at this point, and they're the first ones to like troll with it. Sorry, didn't the, weren't the Yankees doing? Oh this? yeah, yeah, the Yankees did this in 2019. Uh, someone, someone said, I don't remember because um, who? No, it was cares, so. Yeah. It was when the Yankees were kicking the shit out of the Rays, and the camera panned to this guy in the like this like really goofy looking old guy in the crowd who was a Rays fan who was just oh the, thumbs, oh, the down. thumbs down yeah, guy I didn't yeah. yeah and then the Yankees yeah. fan or the Yankees players and fans just took that and ran well, with it well that's totally like, different 
It's that's the same, completely yeah. different. It's and the same it's gesture, way but yeah. more logical. Yeah. Well, the, you, the, you're doing it to the other fans in that case. It's not. It's not trolling. It's just saying fuck you, which most of them are just saying fuck you. Oh yeah, me and Steve were talking about this before you jumped on the call, Lauren. But like, really, like I think that this is a an amazing innovation here by mm-hmm. the Mets, because um, usually, like, you know, being a heel is nothing new in baseball. Right. But usually, you're like doing you're you're being a heel at like the rest of the league, right? The fans of the rest of the league, but like truly, the Mets are the only ones that could like turn that inward. <laughs> it's so funny. But, like, it's not a big deal. No, not it's at all. really not a big deal at all. But, like, the, uh, but of course, it's, it's a, you know, New York sports media has to go absolutely insane yeah. with this. It, yeah. it must also be, it all, must also be said that it, it's very unfortunate for this to have blown up yesterday, given that they have an off day today. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. all they have to talk about right yeah. now <laughs> for an entire extra day. <laughs> But uh, I think one of my favorite aspects about this is when um, Baez did the <laughs> press conference and he did the classic uh, Twitter move of, um, you know, posting a picture of like, or just having your kid with you as just a absolute human shield <laughs> to criticism. <laughs> That's, that was brilliant. Uh, that yeah. was a truly, truly heroic move in Love my that. opinion. And there has been a yeah. ton of criticism, especially from like the ESPN level like commentators. Like Buster Olney had a tweet saying like this is going to like be the biggest, most damage any t- player could face in free agency. I think Come on, Keith Olbermann said off. to DFA them like a couple t- <laughs> in a couple tweets now. <laughs> like he is like the grumpiest old guy, old baseball man now, uh, and they all are. None of them really had any kind of perspective on any of this. I think it 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 truly reached Metzian level artwork when the actual team put out an official statement mm-hmm. about the whole thing. Yes, they did not need to do that. <laughs> they in fact should not have done that. Well, like it, so much of it too read like it was something they just had in their in their pocket for like mm-hmm. any time something like this was going to happen. Like I imagined, like on on. Uh, <laughs> On the PR person's desk, there's just like a, a, a folder labeled apologies, and there's like 15 different <laughs> templates in there, and she just pops whichever one open, depending on who's mad at who, and uh, and just like fills in the details and pumps it out. Did you see um, Steve Cohen's tweet about this? Yeah, no, it was, it was a good tweet. Not. He had a really good... He it was really hilarious, so yeah. it's... <laughs> Points to him. It says here, I miss the days when the biggest controversy was the black jerseys. <laughs> Okay. Saying, saying this like it's the the fucking like when liberals are like oh the the look the at Obama's, Obama's biggest controversy <laughs> is the tan suit yeah. like it's so it's so funny this is so fucking funny yeah they <laughs> just <laughs> like said it before you know but it's so funny how little the Mets changed yeah um with like clearing out we were I was legitimately scared. Yeah, I was scared that like the culture change would lead to less metzing, but it hasn't an, affected it at all. all. There is a, a the same amount of metzing happen- we're, metzing we're, happening. We're getting a different flavor of metzing. It's like mm. it's like we've moved out of the one sure. Mets wine cave. The last bottle from that uh, vintage <laughs> is gone, and now we're in a new era in a new wine in a new Mets wine cave, bottling new vintages every year. <laughs> <laughs> 
it rules. It's so fucking funny. And it's still it's still harsher harsher institutional words for this stupid shit than like all of the sexual harassment that was happening. Yeah. Oh god, oh, that's yeah. right. That was the season 2. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Oh my god, I totally it was like, yeah, it was a huge scandal. It went on for like, yeah, the black jerseys oh are the Obama tan suit to the met sexual harassment scandal to uh to the like, the, yeah, that mm-hmm. just happened. Droning weddings. <laughs> yeah, it's a droning you many weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so like the season highlight for them is going to be Pete Alonso uh, at the Home Run Derby. Like that's going to be like the sole thing anyone from the season's able to remember positively. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. They were in first for a pretty long time. Yeah. And, oh, and people were chippy with me when I said they weren't that good. <laughs> yeah, Roth had an article today. He yeah. talked about that about how just like all of their underlying numbers were just like dog shit though. And mm-hmm. they were just like, well, the rest of the NLEs is bad too, which which was true. But uh, <laughs> there yeah. are degrees of bad. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like it's it shouldn't be like you should just always be able to say like there's like a, a one in one in three, one in four chance of some kind of like Metzian collapse come August, September. Like mm-hmm. some things are just immutable. Yeah, you can set your clock to a Phillies collapse, but you can never predict what the fuck's going to happen mm-hmm. with the Mets. You know that they're something bad is going to happen, but you don't know what. Right, it's Mario Party rules, where where you you jump up to hit the little ball or the little dice over the head, and it's predetermined. Like that, it's you're not actually getting the outcome that uh, the dice is going to spin to. It's just the little algorithm is going to spit it out as soon as you hit it. Um, but you know the outcome's going to be bad. You don't know if it's yeah. a, a one, a five, or a six. But uh, either way, you're going to hit a red square. <laughs> it's it's just wonderful having a having a great time watching this team this year. But yeah, like we were saying, they they were in first. They collapsed. Should we talk about? I don't know. We're, we're coming up on September. It's gonna be September, probably the day after this drops. Yeah. It's, this yeah. episode drops. It's uh, we're heading down the stretch. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. make sure to uh, go pay your rent now. Don't forget that's your monthly reminder <laughs> from us. We could talk about where things are sitting, and uh, and and go around baseball right now. Around or around Major League Baseball, I should say. The Mets collapse, not surprising. The Phillies not being able to hold on to that for more than a couple days or something, also hey, not super surprising. They're on a three-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we got we got positive Steven back. No, we don't. Okay, that was that was faux optimism. But the Braves are playing pretty darn well. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> they're seven and three in their last ten. But they got the they got a series with the Dodgers on deck. That'll be interesting to see how they manage that. <laughs> R- right now, I'm trying to I'm lo- like th- the Braves have essentially already won the division, and I'm trying to determine like how much of that is they're a good but flawed team, and how much of that is the division is trash and someone has to win it. Some little little column A, little column B. I guess their pitching has been better than I expected. Uh, like like they've got uh, U.S. Car, you know, back, and he's still pitching pretty well. It seems. I don't know. What it, is there really much to say here about the rest of the league? Where it's interesting. What I'm going to be looking at is I'm looking at the Dodgers and the Giants and see who ends up winning that division. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see the race between 
the Reds and the Padres for the wild card, the second wild card. It does not look good for the Padres. <laughs> no, it no. super doesn't. They have um, this is like the you know whatever third week in a row or something where the, it's just like looked really grim when we tracked in on them, like well, sitting at two and eight again for their last ten. At least they're at least they've got a series against the Diamondbacks. Although the Diamondbacks did recently sweep the Phillies, which was extremely fun. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe maybe the Padres are. There's a similar sense of cursedness wafting off of them. Although at the same time, it does bear mentioning the Diamondbacks are three and seven in their last ten games. I I think that it was really more of an instance of what's going on with the Phillies than what's going on with the <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. The Diamondbacks are not a factor into my calculations. It's literally the Phillies and the Padres being cursed that I'm considering. That's fair. That's fair. But there might be a, a curse that has been placed on the Reds now, though, because they did just DFA our boy Sean Doolittle. Yeah. They did. Yeah. R.I.P. Although I think Seattle's Although... not as, as good a place as he could end up. I think so too. I think that's a good place. Good. For he looks, him. He's yeah. looking good in that uniform. Yeah. It's a yeah. good fucking uniform. And yes. like he brings a veteran presence that that kind of team needs. I think they should extend him. I'm going to say like four, maybe four, four <laughs> years, five years. <laughs> Do it now while he's, well, before he hits free agency. You know, for a 36 year old pitcher, relief <laughs> pitcher, mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. Totally. <sighs> Anything Let's else see. to say about the National League races? Uh, no, nothing we haven't already said to death. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think I think I kind of want Dodgers wild card. Dodgers wild card would be fun. Like I think they'd just crush whoever they hit the whoever they get. Well, I, I I just think it'd be really cool to see them. They probably would, but I think like a tandem Bueller Scherzer would be yeah really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've seen a couple people like float that. Uh, terrifying. I hear you. I see you. You're valid. <laughs> Um, I need the fewest possible postseason innings for the San Francisco Giants as possible. That's fair. That's I respect that. Mm-hmm. So I'm begging the Dodgers to to take that fucking division. It's two games back. I haven't looked at their I haven't looked at their schedules to see who has the easier schedule the rest of the way. But uh, either way, at this point, I think I don't know. Two game momentum with the Giants are still playing pretty darn well. It's mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, they're running out of time to close the gap. The division races in the American League are significantly more boring. Uh, (laughs) Tampa, Houston, and Chicago have pretty much locked up all of their divisions. I don't see any of that changing at all. Um, And right now we're looking at Yankees-Cleveland? Or Yankees-Red Sox? Yankees-Red Sox wildcard game, which, you know, everybody's, you know jerking themselves off about in the studios and shit but i can't tell you how little i want to see that at least at least like that would preclude the possibility of a yankees red Sox like series sure i mean it would automatically get one of them gone yes which is very important but i would rather i would rather a likable team emerge from that um yeah the problem is I mean the the next the next up are are Oakland, which we'll see. Mm-hmm. How, um, I'm not super optimistic, but I. And then you know, even if they get into the position to 
get into the wild card game, they're just going to fucking lose it like they always do. So, mm-hmm. um, that's pretty grim. And then Seattle's actually a lot closer than I thought they were. Yeah, they're they're, they're more, closer than the Blue Jays. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, more wins poor than Blue Toronto. Jays. Yeah. Okay, I mean, they're all they're also Canada's real second team. So, I, I, either either way, the, the Canadians are coming up on top. That's true. Yeah. Hey, well, I know it's not the playoffs, but the Orioles finally snapped that <laughs> losing streak. Yeah. Well, who'd they do it against? The Angels, I think. I Yes, it was the Angels. Uh, it was the yep. Angels. It sure was the Angels. <laughs> who else would it be? Uh, <laughs> the Orioles West. Another yep. extremely cursed franchise, although, again, it's got its own flavor. They all have their own flavors. I think that's beautiful. You know, the yeah, the Angels may be, like, a horribly mismanaged team as well, mm-hmm. but they they bring some, like, they bring something to the table for their fans anyway. Let's do a thought, ex- I want to do a quick thought experiment here. Let me, okay. let me look up the, so we're going to tack on five, we're going to tack on six wins for Shohei Otani. Let's tack on, uh, I don't know, let's prorate Mike Trout for Seven, six wins at this point in the season. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that? Twelve and a half wins. That would put the Orioles at fifty-two wins. Um, yeah, <laughs> only eight games behind the Angels. <laughs> oh, who else do we need? So who else do we need dark. to move from from the Angels to the uh, Has Rendon been good? Happen? No, he's been injured. Oh, uh, yeah. Who else? I couldn't name another Angel. Uh, Jared Walsh, David Fletcher, uh, Jose Iglesias, Justin Upton. Jose Iglesias, former Oriole. Yes, yes. Alex Cobb is kind of their other pitcher who's been pretty decent this season. Oh, they have Phil Gosselin. Yeah, everybody likes Phil Gosselin. He's been around forever. They just lost Quintana <laughs> to the... Who, who picked up Quintana a minute ago? I think it might have been the Oakland. Either way, I... The Angels right now just kind of strike me as what the Orioles were like in in the couple years before they really tore it down and were just really mediocre. I don't know, but but with two generationally talented players. Yeah, you can't just <laughs> you can't just get rid of Mike Trout. Yeah, ethically they should. <laughs> <laughs> like they have they have no business. Yeah, it's kind of like having same, Mike Trout on their team. It's the same way like the Rays ethically should get rid of the Rays tank. Like it's just kind of cruel. <laughs> Too many, too many of these American League teams are just committing violence against marine life. It's okay. All right, it's a bit of a stretch there. Come yeah. on. Um, AL Central completely boring. Yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland is the second best team, and they're at 500. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they're that high. Yeah, they're, they're also only two games ahead of the of the Tigers, who, who at least have been playing over their heads. Like, yeah, good job to the Tigers, who I constantly forget exist and now look at them they're third in that division yeah it's possible next season season after we'll have to actually talk, t- talk about them seriously rather mm. than just being as like a scrappy team on the rebuild maybe yeah you never know cleveland will have sold off everything by then the cleveland guardians cleveland's a master of just staying in like second or third place though never like really going for it i wonder if there's a I wonder if there's a title belt for that at the end of the year. Oh, like uh, <laughs> the like the salary suppression belt. Yeah, yeah. God, I still can't. I can never. I can't believe that that's a real thing that they actually <laughs> did. 
that they thought was like a good idea to, <laughs> to do. Um, yeah, bottom of the division twins, but they've been like, besides okay, besides getting swept by the Yankees, because of course they get swept by the Yankees. Um, they've been like kicking the shit out of like first place teams. Good for them. Like Good. they just they they just took like a series against the Brewers. They took um, <laughs> they took uh series they took series against Houston and um the rays that's really <laughs> like the, in the last yeah it's yeah. it's been very very bizarre that's the best thing like uh, that you can give your fans something to to, to root for in, in a kind of a lost season like this is just like being a, the playoff spoiler yeah. yeah yeah i would love it if they could do that some more all right yeah and then the west the astros are not not running away with it as as hard as some other uh division leaders are but like yeah we live in hell it's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah it is it is not outside the realm of possibility that the A's could run them down. It's just given what we've seen in both of those teams throughout the course of the season, I just, I'm not expecting that to happen. Yeah, no, you really do have to give Houston credit for and having the Seattle's way too yeah. far. For like that. the the in the whole American League, the White Sox are like the only team that you can feel at least okay about rooting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of people like like the White Sox and stuff, like, but I'm saying like there's. There's not even fan. any, yeah. Right. There's not even like, oh god, it's just it's brutal outside yeah, of that. It's just, Rays, Yankees, Red Sox. I was Astros. so looking forward to the Blue Jays, and I just don't know what happened. It's a tough division, and they've underperformed in some some areas. Though it must not. Oh, oh. I, I mean, sixty-eight. Th- they'd be second in the division, the AL Central. They mm-hmm. would be second in the division in the NL East, and for a long time, they would have been first in the NL East. Mm-hmm. But it looks like Atlanta's starting to pull away and become an actually good team. All right, there's uh, that's what's going on in the league. But let's this has been your <laughs> August update. Uh, let's go to mailbag, and we have a question. I think that yeah, that's pretty much what we were just talking about. But let's let's do that one. Um, at Brugel Suspect says, of all the teams currently in position to make the playoffs or reasonably close to it, who would you most want to see in the World Series? White Sox. White Sox. Yeah. White Sox. Dodgers. White Sox. Reds. Yeah, sure. I, I, you know what? I would honestly like to see uh, Brewers in the World Series. Yeah, Brewers would be, cool. be cool too. Yeah. Yeah. They've it, never it won is... it. It is very weird to me that the there are more likable teams in the National League <laughs> than the American League for me. That's I hate fucking bizarre. Most yeah. of the National League. The way the Brewers have gotten to, uh, through the regular season is is like really cool. Like a, like a trio of starters really dominating is like kind of a throwbacky kind of way to construct a team. So I, I could cheer for that. There is, however, a decent chance that that would mean you'd have to see uh, Josh Hader get the final out in the world series whatever yeah, yeah. that would be kind of annoying but it would be annoying it'd also be fun if he had like a chapman like 2016 blow up oh you never fuck know yeah yeah that, that would rule too that would absolutely rule uh let's see next question uh at Cartar has two questions um probably gonna be pretty quick on the first one thoughts on the caleb smith suspension it feels pretty silly to me given the whole situation I don't have too many thoughts about it. He was like the Caleb Smith is the second pitcher that's been suspended for, yeah, um, for sticky stuff. I think what was considered odd about this is because it was pine tar inside of his glove, uh, and the 
complaint, the reasoning of the complaint is that like, well, if it's in your glove, you're not like reaching in there to take a dab of it. You're using it to like hold the glove on better, I guess. Or it was just like a little bit of res- residue from earlier in the day. There's all sorts of different ways you can spin it. Um, I don't really, it, it's a silly policy. I get why they're doing yeah. it um, to kind of like make the appearance of cracking down on this thing. But mm-hmm. um Taking away players' pine tar doesn't sit right with me to begin with. So mm-hmm. funny that just like the only two that have been hit with this are like pretty marginal no. relievers, which isn't like, like... It's Hector Santiago and then this guy. So it's like, oh yeah, okay, they're they're hitting yeah. guys that nobody really cares about much. And also, there's like a certain logic to like the guys on the fringe are the ones who are gonna need it more. They're more likely gonna try to risk it, mm-hmm. I suppose. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Whole thing strikes me as silly. All right. Then the second question. I uh, I know you said no more Mariners questions this season, but I'm going to ask anyway. Uh, do you think it'd be worse in the long run if they make the postseason this year? I'm thinking more in terms of how the front office would respond versus player and fan morale. Super open-ended, so more of a brain teaser than anything. No. I mean, the mm. trade deadline's passed. Um, yeah. They can't actually hurt the team in terms of, like, <laughs> Roster construction. Maybe if you have a deep world series, a player up playoff run, your front office feels some loyalty to the guys who got you there, and you end up giving like Kyle Seager like a four year extension or something. But I don't know. Um, I, I think yeah, it's a I team get... that can afford a couple big contracts like that if it really came down and, to it. And like it would be, <laughs> how would that not be great for fan morale? Yeah, really. If they made some amazing September run and made it in when they haven't made the playoffs and like. You know, this century. Yeah, yeah literally With making the wild card teams. game. Literally making the wild card game and losing it would be a huge victory. A yeah. huge victory for America. <laughs> at least uh, from the outside looking in. Right. At this sure. stage of the like, roster rebuild, yeah. I whine about my team's playoff drought, but that's like baby. I am like small baby to Mariners mm-hmm. fans, so <laughs> right. take take what I'm saying to a grain of salt with a grain yeah. of salt. And I, get, I like, still think it would be way worth it for just being able to enjoy not only making the postseason, but like the process of getting there. Like, yeah, if absolutely. the Mariners make the postseason, they will have had to go on a really fun run in September, and yes. that is worth a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Definitely. I I get the fan reasoning of like, well, I I don't want to be put through the pain of a, a, a an inevitable loss. I don't want to you know get up get my hopes up uh, for something that's not going to work out for a team that's just okay. It probably doesn't have the stuff to go all the way. Uh, stop being a crybaby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, baseball is about feeling things. Feel something. Yep. Agreed. Wholeheartedly agreed. All right. Uh, a couple questions from our Discord. Sega CD8 says, "Is the opener a good strategy? Does it matter?" Uh, I saw some. I saw like a article on this recently where they analyzed it, and uh, it doesn't seem to matter at all. It doesn't <laughs> seem to have any sort of effect, really, either mm-hmm. way. It's great on suppressing uh, starting pitcher salaries. Yes, that seems to be what it's good for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with that, that first year that the, that it was utilized by the Rays. It seemed to be good at um, getting Sergio Romo some starts <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think it really matters that much <laughs> no i mean and there's like a lot of things that we accept as like advanced statistics that there's there's cases to be made that it doesn't really have that much effect like people made similar arguments about about like the shift like certain elements of the shift that are like well is this actually helping or hurting um 
and it's a lot of that. It, the answers to a lot of that are, are kind of nebulous. Um, that said, I, I, I aesthetically, I'm not bothered by the opener. I'm not like one of the people who's like, well, this is just a horrendous uh, affront to the game. I like teams kind of coming up with new ideas. Um, that said, I, mm. I agree. This this one in particular probably does not have a huge uh, place in the game long term. Claire says, if we do ever get umpiring robots for balls and strikes, should their official strike zone change? Should the ump droids, excuse me, allow calls to leak over the outside of a plate a bit more like most umps, or should we be cool with uh, pitchers and batters behavior changing to match a more accurate by the book strike zone, even if that means less movement on pitches? I don't think the really be less movement on pitches necessarily no i well like i i think the the big problem with the robot umpire so far has been that they haven't gotten this down like that this in in order for the game of baseball to work as it's been constructed for 100 years the zone needs to be uh, a sphere uh, an an oblate long sphere like a um Oh, what's the what's the thing you get a greek like a kibbe shaped sphere like at a a greek restaurant Um, right right that adjusts to the player's height, the height of the player coming in. Like it, it, robot umpires, for them to work the way we understand baseball to work, need to be able to uh, make those adjustments on the fly like a human can. I've become completely against the idea of robot umps. I kind of have too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as much as I hate umps. Yeah, as uh, everybody hates these umps, but like, I think there's a bit of an overreaction mm-hmm. caused by, you know, the, the stat cast stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, and yeah, I don't think that that'd be good for this. I'll go ahead and make a comparison to driverless cars as something that we all kind of accepted <laughs> as an, uh, an inevitable endpoint of the new technology we have, only to find out that this shit is incredibly complicated for kind of nebulous yes. gains outside of like it's weird labor market manipulation. Yeah, there's way more to it than anybody would have uh, yeah. would have expected. It's it's not inevitable. Um, yeah, Claire even says if we do ever get them inshallah yeah but like no it shouldn't be I considered don't. inevitable I, I i don't know if i think mlb is is pretty dead set on on trying it uh, and maybe forcing it regardless of the flaws but it shouldn't be considered that it should be considered like well we can't back away from this we can't walk away from this um okay last question very topical one in fact similar to what we spent most of the show talking about uh, bumpus jones enjoyer asks what would it take for the and then he used an, emo- an emoji, or an emote, I should say. The lol Mets emote. What would it take for the lol Mets stigma to go away? A World Series? 10 years of success? 20? 30? They have... They're, they're an expansion franchise that has two World Series under its belt. Like, yeah, they could... I mean, go back to 20... 15? 2015 was when it was them and the Royals. Yeah. When they were, yeah. Go back to 2015 and flip it so that they win. They're still going to be the way they are. I mean, the fans would be marginally happier, but I don't know. That's This isn't really something you can fix except, like, over a long period of time. It's just, like, you need to cultivate a culture where... Shit like what we were just talking about at the top of the episode doesn't happen. You know, it it certainly wouldn't hurt if they won a World Series here or if they had, like, several years of 
deep playoff runs that didn't end in like embarrassment. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a I think it's stuff is kind of stacked against them too. Mm-hmm. Um, they they you know they shoot themselves in the foot plenty, but they're also in the, the New York sports media sphere. Uh, and the other team there is the Yankees, who have the reputation of, you know, this storied franchise, um, you know, very competent, you know, generally, even though, you know, there's still plenty of dumb shit in the New York media about the Yankees, too. But, like, I don't know, it's, I, like, the, the, it's, the, media's all, the New York sports media is always going to kind of treat them like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay out a timeline uh, for, for what I think it would take to end the, the Lil' Met stigma. Um, 2026, uh, Super Hurricane uh, devastates the city of New York. Um, hundreds of thousands die. Uh, millions are evacuated. The city never comes back afterwards. About 40% of the population leaves or migrates to the New Jersey, Connecticut, um, uh, somewhere else in the eastern seaboard. 2030, uh, the city fails to raise money to build a seawall uh, that will protect Manhattan and the rest of the mm-hmm. boroughs from... Uh, the uh, most dangerous consequences of climate change. Uh, the city is doomed over the course of the next 20 years to sink into the sea. 2036. Uh, the Mets, uh, last place team for the last several years with virtually no attendance left in the uh, uh, Venusian uh, disaster ghetto that is now New York City. Uh, ups and moves to, uh, I'm going to become the, say, become the second team in the now flourishing Detroit uh, at, at that point, 20 years from that point, 2056, uh, no, sorry, we'll, we'll say uh, one more year from that, 2057, on the 100-year anniversary of the uh, Dodgers leaving uh, Brooklyn, uh, the Lowell Mets curse is finally lifted. Are they the Detroit Metropolitans? Yes, they're the Detroit Metropolitans. They're the little brother team of Detroit, is what it will take. Nice. A, a totally flourishing Detroit uh, economically rebounded, uh, climate change. Uh, RoboCop happens. RoboCop happens. Uh, uh, they, yeah, they get they, bought by they Amazon, and they're like yeah, the yeah. biggest corporation right. in the world now. And it and it works in that one. Yeah, when, yeah. when the mega corporation <laughs> works what, uh, on like RoboCop. RoboCop delivers groceries to you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. What happens to the Yankees? Uh, they move to let's say Charlotte. That's objectively correct. All yeah, of that. No notes. No notes. Book it. Uh, cool. All right, well, that's all we got for questions. Thank you for uh, listening, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we have anything else to say here before we take off? <laughs> no. If anybody has wants to mail me pills, you know. No, don't. Don't, right. don't, don't mail me pills. No, I'm fine. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. That's all we got for this week. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week. Steven's probably going to be gone, so we're going to try to book some sort of guest, I, I believe. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye.